Hi there. Thank you so much for tuning in to Yoga Sesh Podcast. I'm Caitlin Rose Kenny, and today's practice is going to be a yin yoga practice. So I'm going to introduce uh, about five different poses, and they're really good poses to do if you are a beginner at yoga, if you are looking for a practice that is more grounded um, and helps you come into mindfulness if you're working towards a meditative state. It's also really good for you um, if you've been traveling a lot because it's going to help get things moving again in your joints so that you feel better in your body. A lot of the time we get stagnation, uh, toxins and disease that build up in the joint sites. So with our yoga practice, we want to work with the joints, not just the muscles. And yin yoga does a really beautiful job of guiding your chi or your prana into the joint sites, um, gently stretching your joint sites so that tomorrow your joints come back stronger and more mobile. Okay, so this approach when we work with the joints is much different than when we work with the muscles and the cardiovascular system. Vinyasa yoga is one example that works really, really well for the muscles and the heart. Yin yoga, these poses that we get into, we hold them for several minutes, is going to work really well with other tissues of the body, like your bones, ligaments, tendons, and fascia, that connective web um, that connects every cell in your body. So we'll ease into the first pose, and I'm going to recommend that you have a block and a blanket. You can get through this practice without them. You also might want to have an open wall space that you can work at. Again, you can do the practice without the wall, but it's nice to have it if you are in a space that does have that for you. The first position you're going to take is quarter dog pose. So come to kneeling, hands and knees on your mat. And then from here, drop your right arm down to the mat so that your forearm is parallel to the top of your mat. And then from here, extend your left arm forward as if you were kind of doing a puppy dog pose and rest your head either on your right forearm or just in front of your forearm on the mat. You should have your hips over your knees. And once you get into the shape, there should be a certain level of comfort that you can stay for a while. Now, that doesn't mean that you're 100% comfortable and at ease. There's probably some different tissues that are being pulled downwards by gravity, maybe some tissues like the back of your shoulders that feel a little bit compressed. So as we get into the pose, we just want to check in. Is this shape something that we can be with for several minutes? If your left shoulder feels a little bit tweaky with your arms stretched straight out, then try pivoting your left hand in a little bit towards the midline of the mat and soften your left elbow. Now as you settle in, let your abdomen, your belly, and your ribs drape down towards the earth. Allow gravity to take effect on your body. You might feel a little stretching or opening across your front body and in the armpit area. And just a little bit of compression around the tops of your shoulders. This pose helps your upper back melt down. So it's a good antidote for slumping or anybody who has kyphosis, a really rounded upper back. 
Start to watch your breathing. You don't have to change it. Just observe the breath as it travels from your nostrils into your nasal cavities and down into your lungs. Where your breath expands your body, perhaps it's in your belly, your rib cage, or higher up towards your collarbones. And then you watch the breath on your exhale too. Watch it empty. Do you feel as though you're exhaling completely or is there a little bit of air stuck at the bottom of your lungs? Is the intake of your breath smooth or jagged? Does it have a steadiness or a leaping quality to it? And while it sounds incredibly simple to focus on the breath, it's an incredibly challenging task to stick with. While you practice today, notice when your mind moves away from the breath, when it goes down a tangent or goes into a sleepy, drowsy state. Once you notice, you can pull your attention back to your breath. And you'll do that many, many times. We all do it many times. We try to come back. Take a deeper breath in. So this is going to be the message to your body that you're about to change its shape throughout this practice. And slowly push into your left hand and then come up to your right hand into a tabletop, hands and knees. And before you switch sides, you can feel the release of the first side. You can move a little bit intuitively, gentle cat-cow or hips back to heels for a moment, easy child's pose. And we seek gentle movement because we don't want to cover up completely the sensations that go along with releasing the pose. And that's also why I like to take time between moving from one pose to the next so that you can feel the effects of the shape you are in. Start to come to the other side from a tabletop. Set your left forearm down and pivot your left hand over towards your right arm so that your left forearm is parallel to the top of the mat. Make sure that your hips are stacked over your knees and then extend your right hand forward so your right arm is more straight than your left. Rest your forehead either on your own forearm or just in front of your forearm on the mat. If you feel any tweakiness in your right shoulder, allow your right hand to pivot in towards the middle of the mat a little bit, so softening your right elbow.
Soften your belly. And soften the tissues of your rib cage. So the muscles between the ribs, your diaphragm, even the skin on your chest and your back. Relax your eyes, your lips, and your jaw. And feel your upper back melting downwards, the thoracic vertebrae dropping down towards the earth, realigning the upper back. As you stay in this shape, the gentle drag of gravity on your abdomen and your organs allows your organs to get a little more space. It can sometimes help your diaphragm soften so that breathing feels a little bit easier. Come back to watching the breath. Maybe you've witnessed it change a little bit in its qualities since the practice began. Take a deeper breath in. Press your right palm down to begin to lift your head and step both hands into a tabletop position. You can find gentle cat-cow in tabletop. Let your hips wiggle side to side or push your hips back towards your heels for a child's pose. Find a couple more breaths here. We'll transition to some poses laying down on the back. So once you're laying down on your back, extend your legs down like you're doing Shavasana. And now hug your right knee into your chest. The wind removing pose, Pavana Muktasana. Now in more yang styles of yoga, like vinyasa flow, we might activate the left leg. But for today, since we're in a more yin state, we're allowing the body to be as it is without pushing and pulling. You can relax your left leg. Draw your right leg deep into your abdomen and find a way where you can relax the most in your upper body. So you can either interlace your fingers down to the webbing around your right shin, or you can grab opposite elbows 
and then hold on there. So your hands really do most of the work and then your shoulders can soften down from your ears. In this position, please do start to deepen your breathing and it's not an ujjayi breath which brings heat and stimulation to the body, it's just a deeper breath. So when you inhale, you might draw in a little bit more air than you usually do. And when you exhale, you allow the air to go out more consciously so you're not leaving as much stale air in the lungs. And you'll feel as you deepen your breath cycle that you deepen your experience in the pose. When you inhale, your abdomen presses into your thigh. And when you exhale, there's this natural giving into the shape where your thigh comes closer down towards your spine and the organs underneath your thigh get a gentle massage, your ascending colon. From this position, you're going to move into a supine twist and it's nice to have a bolster, a pillow, or a block underneath your knee so that you feel supported. If your knee touches the earth, then maybe you don't need those things. Guide your right knee up and over to the left and as you do this, give your hips a bump to the right. Do your best to lay on the side of your pelvis so you're on the left hip and open your right arm out to the side to open the chest towards the sky. And your right shoulder might not be touching the mat and that's okay as long as you don't have a shoulder injury or don't feel any strain then your shoulder can be lifted a little bit and over time gravity will open the front of your chest and that shoulder will drop down. If you feel the strain or you do have a shoulder injury you can either pad underneath your right shoulder with a blanket or a scarf, or you can move your right arm down like a Shavasana arm, so it's more down alongside your body. Use a prop underneath your right knee if it doesn't naturally touch the ground, and you don't want to be pushing your knee down with your hand. Really, we're getting into a shape where our body is already, and then gravity is what takes it into deeper forms. Begin, turn your head to the right so you're doing a complete spinal twist. You can visualize the shape and the form that your spine is taking from your tailbone up your low back to the sacrum to your lumbar vertebrae into your lower thoracic where you might start to feel the twist upper thoracic spine and then up to your collarbones and shoulders and finally your neck, the vertebrae in your neck. And twists are essential to the health of your spine. It allows a detox to happen um, of the tissues in the spine and then when you unwind your twist, you'll get a new influx of fresh blood and nutrients to the spinal column. 
twists are also very beneficial for your organs. Your organs, just like any other part of your body, benefit from having time to shift a little bit, to move slightly. And twists help that happen. Now slowly turn your head to the left. You might notice as you turn your head to the left that there's more of a quieting vibe to your experience. You might feel like you're going inward more. And along with those feelings of inwardness, there's also a little bit more stretching across the right shoulder area. With your head turned this direction on this side, it allows the upper part of your lungs to open on the right side of your body. You might notice if there's less gripping in your right shoulder. Maybe your right knee is resting more heavily on the prop or the surface below it. Take a deeper breath in and slowly unwind your body from the twist. Bring your hips back to center and find Shavasana. Lay your right leg down, take a couple of breaths. Notice any subtle sensations moving through your body. Sometimes there's also an emotional tone that you can pick up on, a color that comes through. To come into the other side, pull your left thigh towards your chest. Find a compression that you can sustain, either interlace your fingers or grab opposite elbows, and then once you've kind of wedged your left thigh deep into your abdomen, you'll rest here. Relax across the front of your chest. Soften your face and rest your head. And focus on moving your breath. When you inhale, Allow yourself to take an extra sip at the end. And when you exhale, imagine that you're pouring your exhale out smoothly and evenly. Feel how your body moves with your breath.
Now we'll move into the supine twist. Guide your left knee up and over to the right. Give your hips a good bump to the left. It's gonna be quite a few inches so that you're on the side of your right hip. Once you know you're on the side of your hip, open your left arm out to the side. And if your left shoulder doesn't touch the earth, remember that that's okay. You can pad underneath your left shoulder or you can bring your left arm down closer to the body, your hand closer to the left hip. And place a prop underneath your left knee so that your low back doesn't have any strain here. The pose feels very supported and when a pose is supported, there's actually a deeper level of release that can happen in the tissues. And that release is really what we're looking for, that long-term shift and change in the patterning of the body. Roll your head to the left. Feel the vibe or the energy of a full spinal twist. And you might notice if you can twist more easily in one direction. So if this side feels different than the other side. You also haven't held this side as long as you did the first side yet. So it can be nice to just notice where am I at now and then you'll look at where you are in a few minutes. Notice how your breath moves in your body in this shape with your head turned in this direction. Slowly and consciously, so you can feel the transition, slowly turn your head to the right. Notice if that changes the essence of the pose. Notice if that changes where your breath moves.
Now take a deeper breath in. Roll your body back to center. Take Shavasana, make sure you've shifted your hips back to center. Allow any imagery that comes up with your changing in shape to be there, to kind of dive into any colors or patterns, sensations, visions of nature that come up. You can do the next pose laying on your mat in the middle of the room or you can bring your mat up to a wall. The pose we're going to do is reclined pigeon. It also has the name breathing pigeon or figure four pose. So if you're setting up in the middle of the room, you're going to bend your knees and put your feet on the mat. Place your right ankle over your left knee and make sure your right foot is flexed. That will stabilize your ankle and it will stabilize your knee. For some of us, this position right here, just allowing the right knee to fall away from the face, is plenty of hip stretching sensation. If you're more open in this shape, you'll reach through the keyhole of your legs and interlace your fingers around your hamstring or your shin bone. If you're setting up at a wall, you will have brought your mat perpendicular to the wall. Lay down on your back, have, oh, about 12 inches between your sitting bones and the wall, and put your feet on the wall so your knees are at a 90 degree angle. Then place your right ankle over your left knee. Make sure your right foot is flexed. Check in here if you have too much sensation, like it's really strong hip stretch, you'll move your hips away from the wall. And if you're looking for more sensation, you'll move your hips towards the wall. Now whether you've set up without the wall or with it, you're just gonna settle in. Make sure that your head is resting. If it's uncomfortable for you, to have your head resting completely down on the mat, then you could use a blanket or a thin pillow and slip it under your head. Notice if getting into this shape has changed your breathing pattern from what it is when you're resting. If your hips are tight, it might have shifted your breathing pattern to be a little bit more shallow. Or maybe you have a practice of doing ujjayi breath when things get intense and you've subconsciously gone into that mode. Hips are interesting because for some of us, they can be a very intense area to get into, especially if you've lived a really active athletic lifestyle. For others of us, opening through the hips feels so familiar and so comfortable. It reminds us of ease, softness. Regardless of what your experience is today, see if you can be with it and watch it. What we learn as we spend more time being still is that there's always a little bit of shifting happening inside of us. Our sensations, our thoughts, and our emotions are fluid. We might experience one sensation for one minute, five minutes, half an hour, or several days but ultimately that sensation will change. We can see this as we get still.
Soften in your hip flexors and soften in your lower abdomen. Soften in your mid-abdomen, your solar plexus. And relax your chest so that the heads of your arm bones drop down, your collarbones and your chest lay open. Take a deeper breath in and come out of the shape by releasing your hands if they're clasped. You can set both feet on your mat or if your feet are at the wall, put both feet on the wall. Feel the soles of your feet and the texture beneath them. Switch sides by placing your left ankle over your right knee. Begin with the flexed left foot. And this hip is probably going to be a different experience than your other hip, so you want to respond accordingly. Your body is not born symmetrical and it won't die symmetrical. So this yin practice is a nice opportunity for you to really lean into your asymmetry and honor it, not pass judgment on it. If it's too intense and you're at the wall, you're going to move your hips away from the wall. If you want more sensation, you move your hips towards the wall. If you're laying on your back, you want to find that sweet spot where you're not pulling with your arms. Your fingers have just clasped and they're holding strong so that you can stay in the position. Your right thigh coming closer to your abdomen is going to be more sensation. Letting your right thigh drift away is going to be less, and of course, you don't have to clasp your fingers around your leg or hamstring at all. You can rest your right foot on the mat and just keep your left knee open. And go through again and soften your hip flexors. Soften your low belly. Soften in your center around the solar plexus. Relax across your chest. Allow your shoulder blades to have wrapped underneath you so that your shoulder blades are hugging your heart and your chest is open. Relax your throat. 
Relax your lips so that they're full. And soften your bottom jaw down away from your top jaw. Relax your tongue down. And relax in your gums and your teeth. Soften the muscles around your eyes and your forehead so it feels like the skin on your face is spreading. If you want to make a small adjustment, finding more sensation, maybe hips closer to wall or right thigh a little closer to your abdomen. And take a deeper breath in. Release hands if they're clasped. Replace your feet on the mat or on the wall. And hug your knees to your chest and rest here for a couple of breaths. For the last pose in this sequence, if you're at a wall, you're going to do legs up the wall pose. So you'll come to a seat and scoot up to the wall with either your right hip or your left hip against the wall. It doesn't matter which one. And then you'll roll on your back, let your legs go up the wall. Your sit bones will either be touching the wall or a little bit away, but they shouldn't be too far away because then you'll feel your knee joints start to lock out. So if your hips are a little away from the wall, it's maximum three, four inches. If you're laying on your mat, then you can take the traditional pentacle shape of Shavasana. Allow your legs to roll in whatever direction they roll in. Arms by your sides are a little bit open if you want to feel more openness across your chest. Now you can have your arms by your sides in either pose or you can intentionally place your hands in a mudra or you can put your hands in self-recharge position which is left hand on heart and right hand on lower belly. Let your entire body relax here. And while we've Try to remain alert and relaxed through the first part of this practice. In this ending part, I encourage you 
to let your spirit go. So if that means that you drift off into a sleep-like state, then that's okay. I'll bring you out of this resting position in about four minutes. But if you want to stay longer, you can turn off the recording now or just let it play out.
to gently reawaken, start to deepen your breathing. You can allow for open mouth exhales. And then feel the new energy that each inhale gives you. And start to bring a little movement into your fingers and your toes. If your legs are up the wall, let your heels draw down the wall and pull your knees in towards your chest. Let your head rock side to side. And with your knees in towards your chest, whether you're laying down or at the wall, and turn over to your right side and rest. Take a deeper breath in. Make your way up to a seated position And once in your seat, bring your hands together in front of your heart. And take a moment to bow your head slightly and find gratitude for the things in your life that you are grateful for. Sometimes they're very basic things like a roof over our head or healthy, good food. Other times it's people, animals, or experiences. You can close your practice with a bow forward. The light in me honors the light in you. Namaste.